What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? I don't know, man. I got to get a new intro. Podcast advice has led me to a few, um, you know, things that I do. Um, they say get a good intro, get a good outro, and the content and body of the podcast takes care of itself with your topics and whatever else you're going to talk about and who you're going to talk about it with. Uh, but it's starting to get a bit repetitive now, you know, and I'm kind of like, huh? how is everybody new? And today I'm speaking with, you know, it's kind of like, ah, but you know what? I'm going to stick to it. I think we're like 65, 66 episodes deep. Uh, I am having so much fun talking on this podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but last week I spoke with Raquel Pennington. Raquel is a UFC fighter. She is super accomplished, has come through many different adversities. Um, and I spoke with her for about 20 minutes on the podcast not too long. She was really busy. She was really tired. Uh, she just finished sparring. She has no um, no fight coming up right now. But when when I hear just finished sparring, I know what that's like. And I'm like, I, I promise I won't keep you too long. Uh, so we spoke. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out again. Sorry, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. If you've seen it, go watch it again. Um. But yeah, it, it's it's so much fun. Here's the thing about podcasting and here's the thing about interviewing and talking to someone famous. I know I'm not media. I know I'm not like, I, I don't want to get someone on the podcast and recap their life. They say, don't get anyone on your podcast and ask questions that, that you could just Google by yourself, you know? So I get, I get all that. Um, I also don't want to, I'm not, you know what? I'm not comfortable asking the hard hitting questions, the controversial questions. I'm not comfortable sitting here and talking about someone's personal life if they don't want to talk about it. So it's really, really strange for me. Like, for example, with Raquel, uh, there was a huge headline a few years back where Raquel Pennington uh, was flagged for USADA, the U.S. Anti-Doping Association in the United States for uh, the UFC. They work very closely with the UFC. So naturally, the comment section goes nuts with like, you know, steroids and cheater and, you know, just going wild. But anyone in, in who's in the know with UFC is tainted supplements and picograms like with John Jones. You know, there's explanations for everything. And before we know the facts, which is a problem in today's society, people just go fucking nuts and they just go and attack and they like assume every headline to be the truth. When, as it turns out, it, it's actually not. It's like when Chuck Liddell was brought up for domestic violence charges. Well, as it turns out, he didn't lay a finger on his wife. It was the exact opposite way around. But everyone's like, wife beater and fucking this and that. Well, as it turns out, no. Nothing like that actually happened at all. So um, when it comes to like, and again, the hard-hitting questions, I'm not media. 
I'm fully aware of that. As I said, and I quote, I'm just a fan with a microphone. You know what I mean? And so for me to sit here, I'm in a very unique position. And anytime I get someone on the podcast, whether they're famous or not, I always say, hey, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Because I want to make people feel as comfortable as possible when they're sitting talking to me. And for famous people, they put a lot of trust that I'm not going to edit things and make them look like shit just so I can get clicks and views and stuff like that. That's the real problem nowadays, especially with media. But um, it's very, it's a very unique position for me to be in. Um, also, and, and with that, I don't want to, you know, hard hitting questions. Like, for example, there's a lack of sensitivity when it comes to interviewing as well that, that I don't know, doesn't not need to be talked about, but it's just something that I've seen in interviews that I don't want to be a part of at all. Um, I watched an interview with Robert Plant. Robert Plant was the, uh, the lead singer for Led Zeppelin. And unfortunately, Robert Plant's son passed away in the 70s. And people, I've seen, I've seen people recap his timeline and just be so fucking insensitive with that, like brushing over shit like that, you know? And then you did this tour and then it was unfortunately cut short because your son passed away. And then you wrote this album and it's just like, are we just are we just brushing over that? Are we just so fucking insensitive that that's how we're treating someone who's offering their time to you, like the interviewer? Like, all right, maybe it was discussed, maybe it was passed in a sheet, like here's the questions. But I see things like that, and I'm like, I would never, nor would I ever consider it, you know? Um, I do have a podcast coming up this week with a controversial topic. Um, not the one I planned on releasing, but uh, it's it's kind of ties in with fighter pay and a fighter that I know who didn't get paid as per their contract. Um, so there will I hope to have hard hitting questions there because I I asked if it's okay to ask these questions. Um, so that's fine. And I'm just assuming uh, with that whole Robert Plant example. But yeah, it, it, it's just such an uncomfortable position for someone who is just trying to be as ethical as possible to someone who's offering their time to me, virtually a nobody on the scene. As I said to Raquel, I'm not media. I have nobody on the inside. I'm not breaking news. Um, and she's offered her time to me. So I'm not going to disrespect that with a, a clickbait type question. Um, and I see that a lot with smaller podcasters, smaller new media, for example. And to tie in with the, the general topic of today is I'm going to touch on a few things. and I've nothing planned. I've no cheat sheet written out or anything, but... Um, Fighters are so friendly and accessible. Like I'm communicating with so many, like even UFC fighters, like the top of the of the heap. Um, they're so accessible. And I always talk about UFC 93 and me being in the fighter hotel two hours, or like an hour before weigh-ins and all the fighters just spending time 
talking to fans, taking pictures with me, autographs. Um, I'm just like, this is so unique. Now, I don't want to shit on like musicians and stuff, but um, I haven't had near the same experiences, maybe with one, but with, with musicians, like for example, I had the, the VIP at, at Anthrax and Megadeth. And it was just a case of next and hey, I'm a huge next. And it was just a rushed experience. And then I, I got to see Black Label Society and had the meet and greet with Zach Wilde and the band from, you know, in Black Label Society. And, you know, I'm sitting there for 10 minutes talking to Zach Wilde about my kids and what music I put on for them at home. And, you know, so starstruck and the fact that this was not a, next like conveyor belt of fans and uh, I was so starstruck I, I misspelt I think I talked about this before I misspelt my daughter's name when he was signing the picture uh, signing the autograph to my daughter yeah that was that was special to misspell your daughter's name um but yeah the the black label society meet and greet was actually the most fun because it was so relaxed and there was no rush. And Megadeth as well. Megadeth was cool, but it was just too rushed. I, I didn't get to talk to the guys for more than 30 seconds. And um, quick picture and then next. Funny story about Megadeth, actually. I was talking about this with my brother during the week. Um, I was not there to see this, but I was there. I was in the bar. Uh, Megadeth in 2007 or 8, I think it's maybe 2008, uh, played in my hometown in Cork in Ireland on the south coast. And they were in town the night before the show and there was a Megadeth cover band playing in Fred Zeppelin's rock bar in, uh, in Cork City. And I was in the bar but I didn't know that this happened until like a few days later. Dave Mustaine and I want to say it was Chris Broderick, the guitarist at the time, walked up. Maybe it was Dave Ellison. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't get to see the band. I didn't know they were there. I, the band were upstairs and I was downstairs drinking. But the two guys from Megadeth came in and the girl taking the ticket money was trying to charge them five bucks to get in and then someone said um <clears throat> no they're that's mega death that's the actual band they're not paying to come in here uh so they went upstairs watched the show it was pretty funny hearing hearing about that but the funny part about this story is one of our friends who will remain nameless uh not the best on alcohol not the most um, easy person to be around or talk to or hang out with when the alcohol reaches a certain level. And God bless Dave Mustaine and whoever else was there. I want to say it was Chris Broderick. Um, they were signing autographs and taking pictures outside. I was inside. I didn't know that they were there. I'm devastated. I missed that. But the story goes that one of the guys went inside and got like 50 beer mats and a marker. And like they were outside apparently signing uh, T-shirts and arms and pictures and whatever. It was before smartphones, I guess. But um, one of our friends went in, got 50 beer mats and a marker and asked Dave Mustaine uh, 
to sign them. And Dave said, I'm not signing fucking 50 beer mats, dude. You know, I don't know whether it was just to fuck with him or to just sell it on eBay or whatever the hell. Was eBay even around then? I don't know. Um, so they argued for about two minutes. And Dave basically said, I'm not signing the fucking beer mats. Um, I don't know, Dave Mustaine, he doesn't really have, like, it's blonde hair. It doesn't look foxy. It doesn't look red. It doesn't look auburn. But I don't know why my friend said this, but he looked Dave Mustaine straight in the face and said, sign him, you foxy prick. <laughs> oh, man. So... Dave apparently proceeded to grab my friend by the collar of his jacket and push him up against the wall. I guess security were there, uh, de-escalated the situation. And um, nothing was nothing was made about it. But there was, I'm pretty sure I found a YouTube clip on them um, online of, of, of Dave talking about it the next night on stage um, when we saw them. I don't remember him talking about it but I remember seeing the clip talking about uh, that incident but yeah like I get it musicians they, they, they take a lot of shit because you know alcohol is pretty dominant in their field and meeting fans with, with alcohol and stuff but and I correlate that across to, to, to fighters everyone's sober and healthy I get it I understand but uh, yeah it's just you know I'm I'm fascinated at how accessible and how friendly fighters are being to me now and um, how many cool guests I've had to talk on this show. It's just like, wow, like something like 10 episodes deep and I'm talking to Marcus, the Irish Hand Grenade Davis and Chuck Liddell and Christoph Szyzynski and, you know, go back and check out some of those episodes. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny for me. Just a guy sitting here with a cup of coffee and a microphone and I'm talking to, as I say, and I quote, fight royalty. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's what I'm talking to. Um, people really doing it. People gambling on themselves, not getting that nine to five job, not getting um, confirmed salary, base salary. They're, they're gambling on their skill set and, you know, putting it all on the line and, and going out there and, and fighting getting to the UFC and trying to talk their way up to title fights and big money and things like that. It's, it's surreal. And the answer is no to whoever's going to ask this question. Would I ever have Conor McGregor on this podcast? Absolutely fucking no. Never. I will confirm, never talk to Conor McGregor on this podcast. Even if you wanted to, if I got huge, like 50 million followers and, you know, subscribers and, no, would never happen. I guarantee it. Screenshot this or screen record it and bank it for 10 years. Never going to happen. But um, Jake Paul making some moves. Jake Paul is, uh, I, I did a podcast about him. I'm a huge fan of what he's doing. Uh, if you saw the Ariel Hawani podcast, uh, the MMA Hour, he's on that and he talks about what he is trying to achieve with fighter pay and fairness in the field. It is, it is spectacular. As he says, he's just a guy with a platform shaking the tree and seeing what comes out. Um, you know, UFC, yeah, they have a, a monopoly of the, of the market. 
they have a, a phenomenal business plan when it comes to keeping leverage down um keeping fighter pay truly at its minimum there are stories of like joe silva talking about uh your contract negotiation is up and i can only boost your pay by two thousand bucks meanwhile they're making millions on the pay-per-views that you're going to sell and all that nonsense but uh jake paul is is watch what he's doing ignore the bullshit content from how he became who he is now ignore all that stuff that's how he got there but now he's matured i think he's 24 26 or something like that he is using his platform watch the episode with ariel hawani where he talks about his intentions and years ago when he said i've i've made it i've millions and i'm unhappy I have houses and boats and cars and I'm unhappy. Now he's doing something that's making him happy, which is helping others, which is perfect. Like Dave, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. Fucking love that guy. This podcast was set up because of him. Um, I love what he's doing. He's helping small businesses. He is promoting people. He's making people, he's taking them off the breadline and he's making them earn horrifically good salaries um on his podcast the dave portnoy show he has haters on to talk about why they hate him so much and he just hits them with the facts and stumps them fucking absolutely adore that guy um what else is there uh francis ingano he is going to have surgery on his knees or knee left left or right knee i don't know which one um <clears throat> controversial with that guy his contract as a champion extends and now he is going to be offered two fights between now and the end of january 2023 um i think he will gamble on himself he will sit out until january 2023 and then he will migrate across to boxing and will fight tyson fury if tyson fury wants to wait for him so Francis Ngano, heavyweight champion of the world, made $600,000 uh, gross fighting last weekend, will most likely now sit out the year, end and cut ties with the UFC in the contract, and will go to fight Tyson Fury, where he will be set to make at least $10 million US dollars. Tyson can probably realistically make $40 million US dollars. That's insane. God bless him if he does it. I hope he does it. Um, what else is there? Charles Oliveira. He's going to fight Justin Gaethje for the title. That's good news for Justin. I think Justin gets that done. But I could be completely wrong. I am no longer going to say who my fight picks are with such confidence again. Because I look like a schmuck. And uh, I don't want to fall into that trap of media and predictions and you know all that nonsense um yeah just to backtrack on the jake not the jake paul the the dave portnoy thing about the haters and i don't know if many of my haters would watch this podcast because i'm not big i'm not you know most like haters are hated because they're so big uh, if you know anyone that hates me 
doesn't like me at all for many different reasons. As I said before, I don't know why I'm a fucking treat. Uh, Would you like to come on the podcast and debate me? There's an open invitation. Don't like your podcast, Dave. Ironically, I would like to go on your podcast. That'd be funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling now. If you want to come on the podcast, if you want to talk about fights or music or life or coronavirus or vaccines, whether it's a a debate or an agreement or just to shoot the shit, it's an open invitation. I prefer guests on this show. I do not like talking into the microphone and having no one to bounce a conversation off of. Um, Open invitation to anybody who wants to come on the show. I want to talk about anything with anybody. So send me a private message. Uh, Follow us on social media. City Martial Arts Lucerne on Facebook. At City Martial Arts on Instagram. We do have a TikTok ready to go, but that content will be specifically in the gym. Uh, Just to touch quickly on what's happening with the gym. I saw three places last week um, for three completely separate reasons. It didn't work out. Um, One of the reasons was alarming. Obviously, with lockdowns and restrictions, I'm not entirely sure that we're out of the woods yet. I want to be realistic. I want to be positive, but I want to stay realistic. I don't know. Switzerland are having a vote today on not a vote, but a a conference in government, whether or not all restrictions are going to be lifted, even though there's 30,000 cases recorded per day. That makes no fucking sense and it's corrupt as fuck. But no, um, I think that restrictions are going to be lifted all over the world um, soon, but I think they're going to come back. So for landlords, gyms are high risk. And for us signing a lease where we have to confirm a commitment to 12 months of rent per calendar year is a high risk. So without some stipulation or without an agreement put in place, it's very difficult for us to sign the lease and it's very difficult for them to make a decision on us because governments could shut us down at any given fucking time. And it's a a complete and utter travesty for the economy. Um, So I'm treading very carefully on how I'm handling these discussions and I'm seeing two places tomorrow and both are in the center heart of Lucerne City and it is the most beautiful city I've ever lived in. So I hope to make this work as quickly as possible uh, for our members and for people who have decided to go be somewhere else. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know. But I am very hopeful for what we can bring to the table once we open our doors. So seeing two places, is it two places tomorrow? And maybe one on, on coming up on the weekend, I think. Um, but from the pictures, they look phenomenal. And I want to make this gym look beautiful. I want it to sell itself. Uh, the big logo, the ring, the cage, the weights, the boxing bags. I want to get back to fucking normal. Uh, that's the goal. 
Yes, I'm losing my mind. You're right. Don't forget to hit the like button, please. Anyone who watches an episode, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Just give it a fucking like. Hit the subscribe button if you're just one of those guys that don't subscribe. If, if you hit the subscribe button, it helps me. It helps the algorithm. If you don't like the episode, tell me why in the comments. If you love the episode, tell me why in the comments. If you see this on Facebook, hit the share button. If nobody clicks on it, if nobody likes that you've shared this new guy on their timeline, um, yeah, that would suck. But if one person watches it, it helps me. Views are so helpful, guys. Um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, I guess, and Spotify. Uh, rate and review. I don't know if anybody has done it yet. I think I had one rate, which is five star, which is fantastic. Let's try and boost that a little bit. Um, and I think we're going to venture across soon to Google Podcasts. I don't know. Give me your feedback on that. I, I've never really listened to a podcast on Google Podcasts, but... Uh, yeah, I think I'll be doing that. And maybe Stitcher. I'm, I'm looking to see what happens on Stitcher these days. I know that they try to screw a few uh, podcasters, famous guys, out of money uh, by stealing their, their content and making money off the free stuff they put out. But let's see. Let's see what happens if the right deal comes along. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope to be back again very soon with a really cool podcast this week with a former UFC fighter. Rock and roll, guys. Peace.